Hi, and welcome to the Rocky River United Methodist Podcast, um, and I'm Stephen Young, the Youth Director um, at Rocky River United Methodist Church, and it's just going to be me. Usually Paul's on here with me, but um, Paul is recovered. He's doing well. His family's doing well, um, but he also has a lot on his plate, so I had told him I'll uh, do a podcast for this week, um, and it's going to be a very, very simple podcast. Um what my goal is, I'm just going to be reading passages of scripture. Um, so I kind of see this as a meditative sort of thing, reading passages of scripture. As, as we come into the end of the year, I'm hoping these passages of scripture can um, just open our, our hearts and our minds to what God has done this year um, and also open our hearts and minds to what God can do and will do next year and just, just refocusing us spiritually um, through these passages. So it's going to be a really simple podcast, just reading passages of, of scripture, uh, and hopefully they can be uplifting for you and strengthening, um, for you and your faith and, 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 um, something that can be beneficial. So that's what we got lined up for today. Very simple and straightforward. And, but, um, Paul and I have, um, podcasts lined up for next year. We're really excited about, and, um, we can't wait to start those again in January, the new year. So without further ado, I'm going to be reading three passages from the Old Testament and three passages from the New Testament. Again, very simple, just reading through the passage. I'll say something, a little bit of something afterwards, nothing long, and then go on to the next passage. So my goal is is just for it to be meditative, just for us to hear the word of God, to sit in the word of God and, and to listen to it. So First passage is Exodus chapter 15, verses 1 through 18. And the context of this passage is the uh, children of Israel had just crossed over the Red Sea, and they have just made it on dry land on the other side. Um, and then they give this song, um, the song that the Israelites sing to the Lord. Exodus chapter 15, verses 1 through 18. Then Moses and the Israelites sang this song to the Lord. I will sing to the Lord, for he is highly exalted. Both horses and driver he has hurled into the sea. The Lord is my strength and my defense. He has become my salvation. He is my God, and I will praise him. My father's God, and I will exalt him. The Lord is a warrior. The Lord is his name. Pharaoh's chariots and his army he has hurled into the sea. The best of Pharaoh's officers are drowned in the Red Sea. The deep waters have covered them. They sank to the depths like a stone. Your hand, Lord, was was majestic in power. Your right hand, Lord, shattered the enemy. In the greatness of your majesty, you threw down those who opposed you. You unleashed your burning anger to consume them like stubble. By the blast of your nostrils, the waters piled up. Surging waters stood up like a wall. The deep waters congealed in the heart of the sea. The enemy boasted, I will pursue them. I will overtake them. I will divide the spoils. I will gouge, gorge myself on them. I will draw my, my sword and my hand will destroy them. But you blew them with your breath and the sea covered them. They sank like lead in the mighty waters. Who among the gods is like you, Lord? Who is like you, majestic in holiness, awesome in glory, working wonders? You stretch out your right hand, and the earth swallows your enemies. In your unfailing love, you will lead the people you have redeemed. In your strength, you will guide them to your holy dwelling. 
the nations will hear and tremble. Anguish will grip the people of Philistine. The chiefs of Edom will be terrified. The leaders of Moab will be seized with, with trembling. The people of Canaan will melt away. Terror and dread will fall on them. By the power of your arm, they will be as still as a stone. Until your people pass by, Lord. Until the people you brought pass by. You will bring them in and plant them on the mountain of your inheritance. The place the Lord you made for your dwelling. The sanctuary the Lord your hands established. The Lord reigns forever and ever. I just thought this was a really good passage of praising God. Praising God while the enemy is pursuing you. But then the Lord deals with the enemy. In our lives we all have quote-unquote enemies or challenges that we're facing and we must remember that the lord can part the red seas the lord can take us across on dry ground that there is hope and there's a reason to praise god so keep in this new year that is coming you're facing that challenge of and you're you're facing the enemy on one side and the red sea on another you must remember to continue to pray and seek god because he can part the waters and lead us across on dry land. The next passage is going to be 1 Samuel chapter 2, verses um, 1 through 10. 1 Samuel chapter 2, verses 1 through 10. And this is the prayer of Hannah. And she was uh, wanted a child really, really bad. And finally the Lord opened her womb and she um, gave birth to Samuel, the prophet. She dedicated Samuel to the Lord, and, and this is Hannah's prayer, her praise to God for allowing her to give birth. Chapter 2, verses 1 through 10, 1 Samuel. Then Hannah prayed and said, My heart rejoices in the Lord, and the Lord my horn is lifted high. My mouth boasts over my enemies, for I delight in your deliverance. There is no one holy like the Lord. There is no one besides you. There is no rock like our God. Do not keep talking so proudly or let your mouth speak arrogance. For the Lord is, for the Lord is a God who knows and by his deeds are weighed. And by him deeds are weighed. The bows of the warriors are broken, but those who stumble are armed with strength. Those who are were full hire those who were full hire themselves out for food, but those who are hungry are hungry no more. She who was barren has borne seven children, but she who has many sons pines away. The Lord brings death and makes alive. He brings down to the grave and raises up. The Lord sends poverty and wealth. He humbles and he exalts. He raises the poor from the dust and he lifts the needy from the ash heap. He sits with them with princes and has them inherit a throne of honor. For the foundations of the earth are the Lord's. On them he has set the world. He will guide the feet of his faithful servants, but the wicked will be silenced in the place of darkness. It is not by strength that one prevails. Those who oppose the Lord will be broken. The Most High will thunder from heaven. The Lord will judge the ends of the earth. He will give strength to his king. And exalt the horn of his anointed one. I just thought this was a great prayer 
um, after God had accomplished the impossible. I just think in our lives and as 2021 comes up, maybe you're again, kind of like in the Red Sea, you're facing an impossible, something that's something that can only be done by the Lord. And my my prayer, as, as we read in Hannah's prayer, is to give encouragement that we can overcome the impossible through and with the Lord, trusting in Him and leaning on Him and giving our lives to Him. We know the Lord hears our prayers. We are not alone. You must never think that we are alone in our struggles. There are others, people of God and, and God Himself, who are there for you to help you. Our next passage is Job chapter 38, verses 1 through 30. Job chapter 38, verses 1 through 30. <clears throat> In the context of this passage, the Lord is speaking to Job for the first time. In the book of Job, a very, very uh, powerful passage. Job chapter 38, verses 1 through 30. Then the Lord spoke to Job out of the storm. He said, Who is this that, up, that obscures my plans with words without knowledge? Brace yourself like a man. I will question you and you shall answer me. Where were you when, when I laid the found, earth's foundations? Tell me if you understand. Who marked off its dimensions? Surely you know. Who stretched a measuring line across it? On what were its footings set? Or who laid its cornerstone? While the morning stars sang together and all the angels shouted for joy. Who shut up the sea behind doors when it burst forth from the womb? When I made the clouds its garment and wrapped it in thick darkness, when I fixed limits for it and set its doors and bars in place, when I said, this far you may come and no further, here is where your proud waves halt. Have you ever given orders to the morning or show the dawn its place that it might take the earth by the edges and shake the wicked out of it? The earth takes shape like clay under a seal its features stand out like those of a garment. The wicked are denied their light, and their, and their upraised arm is broken. Have you journeyed to the springs of the sea, or walked in the re recesses of the deep? Have the gates of death been shown to you? Have you seen the gates of the, darkest, the deepest darkness? Have you comprehended the vast expanse of the earth? Tell me if you know all this. What is the way of the abode of the light? And where does darkness reside? Can you take me to their places? Do you know the paths to their dwellings? Surely you know, for, for you are already born. You have lived so many years. Have you entered the storehouses of snow or seen the storehouses of the hail, which I reserve for times of trouble, for days of war and battle? What is the way to the place where the lightning is dispersed, or the place where the east winds are scattered over the earth? Who cuts a channel for the torrents of the rain and a path for the thunderstorm to water a land where no one lives, an uninhabited desert, to satisfy a desolate wasteland and to make it sprout with grass? Does the rain have a father? Who fathers the drops of dew for those whom comes from whose womb comes the ice who gives birth to the frost from the heavens 
when the waters become hard as stone, when the surface of the deep is frozen. I think this is an amazing passage because it speaks to just God's unique relationship with creation and the nature around us. And that God has has this 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 passage is a beautiful poetic um, um, poetic words that really enhance and reveal to us this this unique relationship with God and creation. So I just I think it really helps us to not take for granted all the beautiful creation around us from the skies, the sun, the moon, the stars, the air we breathe, the ground we walk on, the grass we see, the snow that falls. Every ounce of creation speaks in some way towards God. Um, and I think that's a great way to to look into 2021 and, and, and to also think um, as we reflect on 2020, all the things that God has done and just reflecting on those moments um, that we had this year of just incredible, seeing nature in an incredible different way. And I hope that we have that vision as we see as we go into um, 2021. The next passage we're going to be reading from is Ephesians chapter 2, verses 1 through 10. Ephesians chapter 2, verses 1 through 10. As for you, you were dead in your transgressions and sins, in which you used to live when you followed the ways of this world and of the ruler of the kingdom of the Spirit who is now at work in those who are disobedient. All of us also lived among them at one time gratifying the cravings of our flesh and following its desires and thoughts like the rest we were by nature deserving of wrath but because of his great love for us god who is rich in mercy made us alive with christ even when we were dead in our transgressions it is by grace you have been saved god raised us up with Christ and seated us with him in heavenly realms in Christ Jesus in order that in the coming ages he might show the in, in, incomparable riches of his grace expressed in his kindness to us in Christ Jesus for it is by grace you have been saved through faith it, it, and this is not from yourselves it is a gift of God not by works so that no one can boast for we are God's handiwork, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. A beautiful passage that really illustrates and lays out what salvation is. It is faith. Our salvation is um, grace alone, right? It's by grace you have been saved through faith, through so no one, no one who knows Christ can boast that they've earned or worked for their salvation. Salvation alone is by the grace of Jesus Christ and purely by faith, believing, trusting in the work of Christ. Nothing of our own doing can save us. What a beautiful gift that God has given us. And I, and I pray if you have not received or taken um, God up on that gift, I pray really pray that you make that decision to follow Christ to receive the gift of God that he offers to everyone now our second to last passage is 1st Peter chapter 1 verses 3 through 9 1st Peter chapter 3 verses 
1st Peter chapter 1 verses 3 through 9 praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ and his great mercy has given us new birth into a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead and into an inheritance that will never perish spoil or fade this inheritance is kept in heaven for you who through faith are shielded by God's power until the coming of salvation that is ready to be revealed in the last time. In all this you greatly rejoice, though now for a little while you may have had to suffer grief in all kinds of trials. These have come so that the proven genuineness of your faith, a greater worth than gold, which perishes even though refined by fire, may result in praise, glory, and honor when Jesus Christ is revealed. Though you have not seen him, you love him, and even though you do not see him, now you believe in him, and are filled with an inexpressible and glorious joy. For you are receiving the end result of your faith, the salvation of your souls. I just love this passage. What encouragement, right? What encouragement. In this great mercy you have been given us new given us new birth into a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead. So even though 2020 was crazy and we don't know what 2021 has ahead of us, but we do know the promise of the living hope, the new birth, that those who have, relation, who have a relationship with Jesus Christ have this new birth, this living hope that can never be taken away. And I also love verses 8 and 9, that even though we do not see Jesus, we love him. And even though we do not see him now, we believe in him and fill with an inexpressible and glorious joy. What a joy it is to have Christ Jesus, right, as our Savior. And it's all about a living relationship with him, walking with him, and, and giving our lives to Christ. The final passage is Revelation chapter 21, verses 1 through 5. Revelation 21, verses 1 through 5. And then I saw a new heaven and a new earth. For the first heaven and the first earth had passed away, and there was no longer any sea. I saw the holy city and the new Jerusalem coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride beautifully dressed for her husband and I heard a loud voice from the throne saying look God's dwelling place is now among the people and he will dwell with them they will be his people and God himself will be with them and be their God he will wipe he will wipe every tear from their eyes and there will be no more death or mourning or crying or pain for the old order of things have passed away he, has, he who is sitting on the throne said, I am making everything new. Then he said, write this down, for these words are trustworthy and true. So I want to end it on Revelations. Gives a final clim climactic moment when God and the people of God are now together forever for eternity. And what, the, what that will be like. How the old order of things, this we live in the old order of things, and all of this will pass away. 
And we will enter into a glorious new order of things, a glorious new era, a glorious new life with God and with the people of God. What a what an amazing, amazing time that will be. And and I and I pray that this passage should always give us hope and give us life and give us motivation and give us determination and give us uh, joy and just we can just sit in this passage and meditate on it. What awaits those who are who are in Christ? So I want to thank you, everyone who has listened um, to this podcast. Thank you all for um, joining with us in this journey in in, in twenty twenty. Um, we took up this podcast as, as, as an effort to just continue to reach people, even though we are not meeting face-to-face um, in the sanctuary, and, and church has been just so odd this whole year. Um, but we just do hope that this podcast this year has been edifying, gratifying for your faith and your faith journey. Um, again, we want to thank everyone who's listened to these, and uh, we really look forward to what 2021 has, um, and we have more podcasts lined up. So, Um, I hope that you continue to tune in um, next year. Again, thank you for listening, and we'll speak to you again soon.